I guess the problem with not having a co-host is it's pretty convoluted trying to figure out how to record a cold open. Welcome back to the Toronto Beer Podcast, the new one-man show. Chris Schreier here. trying to think of how to introduce all this some of you listening might recall i used to uh, do a beer podcast with my friend mandy murphy from left field brewery which was a ton of fun not gonna lie um but uh we just got busy i got a real job you know i got kids and stuff and it just kind of fell by the wayside but uh i decided i wanted to reboot it which is the popular thing to do these days they tell me the kids. This is what the kids tell me. So here's what we're doing. I'm recording this right now live. Uh, it's going out on YouTube and Instagram, which Instagram can see me point. There I am pointing on YouTube. And then obviously I will take it and post it to the podcast feed. So if you are hearing this right now, odds are you are listening to the podcast, which is great. Uh, Hey, thanks for still being subscribed and for clicking into it when it came up into your feed. And otherwise, you're listening to this far in the future, maybe weeks. I'm not sure. My intention here is to do a couple of apps before I uh, really kind of start promoting this again. And uh, so, yeah, if you're watching this or hearing this, that's cool. But You're kind of in beta right now. That's what I would say. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, Mandy, obviously very busy working at the brewery. She might pop in from time to time, fingers crossed. But for now, it's just going to be a one-man show. It's going to be pretty quick, pretty lightweight. My plan is to uh, drink a beer, tell you about the beer, tell you about anything I know that's going on, maybe rant about something for a minute or two, and then probably head out. Um, So, yeah, pretty quick, all told. Right now, we've been going for about two and a half minutes. It's great because I've got things keeping track of time all over the place. So we will go with that. Uh, Hey, so what's been happening with me? Well, I think it's been about two years, three years. I'm not sure. My buddy Josh pointed out to me that uh, if somebody was only following the podcast feed and had no other uh, connection to me as a human being, you might think I died of dengue fever. The good news is I did not die of dengue fever. I did have it and it sucked. Uh, I gotta tell you, if you want to get sick, don't get dengue fever. No one's having a good time with that, but, uh, obviously I did get better and have carried on. I'm a mailman. I work actually in the beach, which is where I live. And so that's lovely. Uh, obviously this time of year, a little dicey. We just came through winter. It was really busy. And now of course the weather leaves something to be desired, but that's where I'm at. Other than that, not much has changed. I don't really do too much beer stuff anymore. People always ask, are you still doing the radio thing? The answer there, unfortunately not, um, long story, but, uh, it just wasn't going to work out well anymore so for the time being that's shelved uh occasionally i show up at an event and somebody says oh wow i haven't seen you in like a long time and i say yeah i don't go out much which is pretty accurate i don't um but i do still uh, drink a fair bit of beer and enjoy talking about it and especially sort of in groups small groups of people going to the bar hanging at someone's house still love uh yeah just sharing the stuff that i love about beer which is why i'm back doing this so let's uh dive right in what have i got here uh i had a little technical difficulty getting started so here's my glass we've got the uh uh, everyone see that if i show it to 
both cameras at once. That's the Muddy York Brewing Glass for those of you listening to the podcast at home. And if you'll allow me a moment. Yeah, we've got some uh, some of the classic Muddy York Porter. I mean, this is uh, this is a beer that I, I would hope a lot of people would have had. It's been around for a while. Muddy York's been producing for years and years now, and I do love them. But it just so happened to be what I had in my fridge. Um, so here we go. Muddy York uh, Porter. Going to pour it in the old glass again. If you're listening at home, what you would be seeing on camera right now is the image of a... Um, heavily bearded top knotted hipster pouring a delicious uh, very dark brown ranging to black uh, porter lovely bit of pillowy head not super thick i didn't pour it heavy but uh, it's definitely there and uh oh it's just man a good porter is something to behold this this bad boy again some real nice cocoiness some like burnt sugar maybe maybe like toasted marshmallow i always think of toasted marshmallow and i drink this beer man i like this beer uh so yeah let's have a sip here mm. that is just delightful um again chocolatey certainly some residual bitterness but uh not aggressively so it's it's definitely uh not a bitingly dry porter. It's nice and robust. There's a lot of malty chewiness to that. Uh, like I said, definitely some chocolate, some like dry cocoa, which is nice. Toasted marshmallow or, or burnt marshmallow, maybe. Um, maybe something a little biscuity. It's not quite like if you were drinking a s'more stout. Don't start thinking that. The balance is all wrong. But the malts definitely have uh, maybe a sort of crackeriness to them. But uh, the chocolate and the marshmallow is the big show here. And uh, and just the fact that it's uh, it's not quite light bodied, but it, it's 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 not it's not crazy. It's not over the top. Um, it's certainly not like an imperial or a Baltic porter or something. This is a this is a, a plain porter or a brown porter. Um, super drinkable, which is a term I know a lot of people hate. I always try and avoid using it, but hey, I just did. Welcome back, kids. Sometimes I say things that are dumb, but uh, it's quite. Uh, it's quite smooth. It's quite chocolatey and a uh, super approachable beer from uh, our friends at Muddy York showing it to the cameras again. Oh, look at that. What a beauty. What an absolute beauty. I do like this beer a lot. Oh, that's some good stuff. Uh, you're going to get yourself some of this beer. Well, I think uh, I'm pretty sure I bought it at the LCBO. I would also invite you to check out Muddy York uh, Brewery up in East York um, on... I've forgotten where they are now. I should really have made some notes before I started doing this. Um, they're off Bermondsey <laughs> by O'Connor. Uh, you can look them up on the Internet. Uh, you know, they're going to be on your all your major places, the Google, the Facebook, the Instagram. Check out the address and go check it out because the brewery is absolutely fantastic. Beautiful place. Really nice uh, tap room. Um, sorry, you might have heard my refrigerator just turned on. I. Really should have thought to unplug that, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, no, Muddy York, beautiful place. The, the people there, uh, Jeff, Sue, and the crew, they're just fantastic people, really. Go and check it out, hang out, have a couple of beers, take some with you. Um, like I say, also the LCBO. And I think they also sell through some of the grocery stores, so you can keep your eyes peeled for that one. 
uh, Muddy York Porter. Lovely stuff. They also do a bunch of other really great beers. Their Gaslight Hells is a really, really solid, solid beer. I really enjoy. So uh, you might want to get some of that into you, too. Um, in terms of the porter, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, you can drink it. That's what I'm doing. Yep. Still tastes great. Uh, you want to have it with something, though, don't you? Um, and that's something that I kind of miss when I used to do the regular blog posts, just thinking about food and the beer that I would uh or the food I would have with the beer I was drinking. Um, one of the things, if you've been following along with this gig for a long time, you'll know one of the things I always tell people with uh, uh, porters and stouts, um, play up the smoke. So this one actually isn't super smoky, if I'm honest with you. It's uh, the, a lot of dark roasted malts, but you don't get a ton of the smoke the way that you get out of some porters or stouts. Um, but it certainly is there. And even just that idea, I was saying, you know, a bit of burnt marshmallow, that sort of uh, harkens to a bit of a, a smoky quality. Um, with some sweetness, which is quite nice. I always recommend with porters and stouts, you know, what you should probably think about having is uh, some sort of barbecue. Uh, if you dig, uh, dig the meat, uh, you might want to try maybe with a bit of pulled pork, because again, the smokiness from the meat and the richness and the complexity will dry out some of those characters from the beer. Um, when we talk about pairing beer and food, there's kind of two different ways you can approach it. You can go um, contrasting or juxtaposition, if you want to sound really pretentious, uh, which I, I typically do. Um, and uh, with a juxtaposition, that's when you do something like you're going to drink, um, you know, a, a dry, snappy Pilsner with a rich, fatty sausage um, and they play off each other. Um, the other way that you do it, of course, is complementary. Um, and that's what I'm talking about here, where you pick a, a characteristic of the beer and or the food that you want to um, amplify or exemplify and uh, and you play them off each other. So in this case, we're talking about the smoke and the richness of the, the barbecue with the smoke, uh, which again, not super present, but is there in this beer, but also the richness and the complexity. Obviously, the other thing that'll work really well is anything chocolate. Um, you want to have a bit of dessert and have a bit of beer. This is going to go great with your chocolate cake or, you know, uh, a creme brulee or something like that. That'd be really nice, actually, with the... Uh, I don't know if you brulee the top, if that's the technical term, but the, uh, the the toasted sugar on top would go really nice, and the creamy sweetness of the uh, of the the custard obviously then would would actually be juxtaposed against the uh, the the chocolatiness of uh, the the porter, which would be quite nice. Um, you know, if you're thinking about cheese, um, I have this thing I learned years and years ago that was very surprising to me is that um, quite salty, funky blue cheeses often do really well with stouts and porters. Uh, and it's not a natural idea why um, it would you wouldn't necessarily immediately go uh, in that direction, but it does typically work well. Um, so, you know, maybe yeah, a bit of Stilton or something like that could go really nice with this. The reality is for me, uh, beer and cheese doesn't matter what you're going to find something interesting will work uh, and it'll It'll make you think different about the beer, which is pretty cool. So that's what I would have to say about that. This, like I said, Muddy York Porter. Love this beer. Uh, big ups to my friends at Muddy York. Haven't seen you guys in a long time. I'm sorry. We'll have to catch up. But uh, for now, delicious beer. So what's going on in Toronto right now in terms of the beer scene? Well, I'm looking at the window. It is dark out there and it's quite snowy. Which makes me think that the Roundhouse Craft Beer Festival must be coming up. February, maybe sometime. I've kind of lost track. The reality is I used to get a lot of emails from people telling me about all sorts of things that were happening in Toronto. And if you just ignore them long enough, people do tend to stop sending you stuff. So in advance, my apologies if I ignored your emails. Um, just know that I didn't really feel like I had a voice to speak of them. But now I maybe do. Maybe I don't. Who knows? 
Who's listening to this right now? Literally nobody as I'm doing this. I can see on YouTube, uh, nobody's watching. And on Instagram, well, nobody's watching because nobody even knows that that Instagram account exists. So this is completely new. But if at some point you're listening to this and you think to yourself, this is a fellow who I want to promote my event, um, a guy who typically doesn't make notes and doesn't know uh, what's happening, um, make me know and I would be happy to share that with uh, people. Oh, look, I've just moved back and I now my mic's in focus, but my face isn't on YouTube. I'm sorry if you're listening to this on the podcast. I'm always in focus on the podcast because I'm not there, but uh, I should probably do a better job of marking my spots where I'm going to sit and such. Anyway, uh, what else is happening in the beer world right now? Well, uh, uh, there's a lot of breweries. There's a lot more than when I stopped doing this podcast, and uh, I would invite you to check them out. I went to the Aveling Brewery on Friday night after hockey. That was a really nice experience. Um, trying to remember the fellow's name at the bar. He told me his name, Connor or Colin, perhaps. I believe it started with a C or maybe Tom. No, it wasn't that. I don't think really nice fellow, uh, sweet mullet, great tash, but, uh, uh, took me through some of their beers and it was a really, really lovely time. If you find yourself in uh, Leslieville, I think you could do a lot worse than spending a couple hours in Aveling. Uh, I was particularly taken with their Saison. Oh, good golly, that was a good Saison. Um, IPA was sound too, and the Pils was really nice, but that Saison, just the straight one. There was another one on um, that was like a buckwheat Saison. It was a little earthy, musty. It was cool, but it wasn't my jam necessarily, but just the straight Saison was bolts. So uh, head on over to Aveling, why not? And uh, check that out. Uh, because I don't have anything else much to say about beer in the city, I will say this. Do you know a great time and a great activity for drinking beer, kids, at home, if you're watching or if you're listening. Uh, it's during a rugby game. Now, I don't know how well you might remember if you were a previous listener of the podcast or if you know me personally. Uh, I'm a big rugby guy. Man, I like a good bit of rugby. And I coach rugby. Uh, might play a bit of rugby this summer. That'd be lovely. But I will tell you this. Rugby is a great excuse to drink beer and if you didn't know the six nations tournament which is arguably one of the best yearly tournaments in sport not just rugby uh will be kicking off in uh just a little over a week which is so exciting oh my heart six nations rugby just makes me very 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 happy but uh we show the Six Nations games at the Bommie Beach Club out in the beach where I live. And uh, it's an open public event, even though it's a private club. So if anyone wants to come, uh, you show up first thing in the morning. There's a breakfast for 10 bucks, I think. And it's 10 bucks to get in to watch because we have to pay for the stream. Ugh, media companies, right? Don't get me started about those guys. But uh, great value. And then as soon as we're legally allowed to open the bar, which I think... Doug Ford managed to do something smart for once, and I think now we can open a nine. Is that right? Did that happen while I was gone? I think it did. If that's the case, man, the bar will open at nine. That'll be great. Crack a beer and watch some rugby with us. And the best part is all the money that we uh, charge, part of it goes to offset the cost of the license, but any uh, proceeds go towards our junior rugby program, which again, I coach. Uh, it means a lot to me that we get to uh, take care of the kids. Um, and help them discover uh, this thing that we love so much. So if you want to come on out, hang out, have a couple of beers. The beer selection of the club is pretty good. 
pretty good. You know, there's some mainstream stuff because of the nature of the bar, but uh, Radical Road almost always has something on top there. Uh, they often have something from uh, Collective or Nickelbrook, I think. They do a couple of other small brewers, so that's great. Check them out. It's really good. And uh, yeah, check out the schedule. I'll probably post some stuff uh, as we get closer if you want to come check it out, hang out, have a beer with me, and uh, watch a bit of rugby, watch Wales go for the Grand Slam again, right? Come on, Wales. Uh, other than that, uh, great opportunities for drinking beer and watching rugby coming up this year. feel like I would be loth not to mention both the Toronto Wolfpack, our rugby league team, and the Toronto Arrows, our rugby union team, both professional teams in the city, and both uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, value for a sporting dollar if you uh, buy a ticket. The uh, Most of the games take place at Lamport Stadium uh, out in Liberty Village, uh, near a couple of great breweries and great beer bars, but the best part is they have a beer garden in the uh, north end of the the pitch. Uh, fantastic beer selection. Best value in terms of beer dollars at a professional sporting event and uh, great atmosphere. You know, you go to the Leafs game and like 10 minutes into the third period, they close the bars and there's like a cutoff time and seventh inning or something at baseball, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the beer garden at Arrows and Wolfpack Games uh, it stays open for, I think, three hours after the game. So not only do you get to have some great beer at the game and hang out, but you also get to hang out after the game. Um, I know certainly, at least with the Wolfpack, the players will often come and hang out. Uh, you might get to share a beer with uh, with one of your heroes. And now with the Toronto Wolfpack this year, very excitingly signed, uh, none other than Sonny Bill Williams of uh, New Zealand All Blacks fame. He's returned to rugby league to pay, play for Toronto. They only had to pay him literally 10 million dollars but i promise you he will be worth every penny you have not seen a man offload a ball or run a ball until you've seen a man like sunny bill williams do it so a uh, great opportunity check out some local sport that'll be happening i think the home openers uh, for both of them are in the next couple of months and then they run kind of through the summer so awesome opportunity to uh, again drink some beer watch some rugby this could soon become the toronto beer and rugby podcast uh because there's nobody here to rein me in and I have a microphone. And what did Adam Sandler say about having a microphone? You're going to listen to every damn word I say. Actually, there might've been more profanity. I can't remember. Good film. I think I'm going to leave it there, guys. Uh, I've been running for 18 minutes and 20 seconds, depending on which clock I'm looking at. I don't know. Has this been fun? I'm still knocking off the cobwebs. Give me a bit of time. Stick with me, guys. And uh, we'll get up to some interesting stuff. Uh, like I say, maybe occasional guests, uh, trying to introduce you maybe to some beers you've never heard of before, never had before, but you can get in the province and, uh, yeah, just generally hang out. Um, I like a good podcast and I kind of missed making one. So here we go. Going to give it a try. Uh, if you're listening to this and uh, this hasn't really gone major public yet, hey, give me a quick little message somewhere. It's sneaky, you know. Find us on Instagram, Toronto Beer Podcast. I believe Facebook, but I would have to check and make sure. But more often, look me up. Chris Schreier, S-C-H-R-Y-E-R. All the major platforms, I'm there. You can send me a ding. Ask me a question. Tell me what you thought. And I'd love to hear from you. So, for now, until we speak again, which will probably be this time next week, Monday evening after 9 p.m., I hope you're well. Be safe. Take care of each other. And we'll talk then.